Welcome to I Run Radio. Coming up, a cancer doctor who runs to support medical research. It really is absolutely incredible what our bodies are capable of doing. Um, and the, the key really is consistent uh, work over time. And, you know, even going a step further to that, I, over the past year, I've continued my training. And uh, the half marathon I ran last weekend, I had a PB by 14 minutes. Uh, you know, over a year. So it really is, you know, dedication, consistency, and, and also my coach and his plan um, can get you anywhere in life. How running replaced addiction. I went down a path of drugs and alcohol, uh, and when I decided to change my life up, it was actually running that did it. Uh, I started doing longer distances, and uh, it just doesn't allow for that type of lifestyle anymore so had I not started doing that um, I don't know if it would have kept me on the right path so it it truly truly changed my life and how Ottawa race weekend has become a family tradition year after year we never ever ever missed race weekend and that's why I sort of coined it the Cohen family Christmas because (laughs) You know, during Christmas time, we might not have come back from our studies at university, but when it came to Ottawa Race Weekend, we were always there and always having the same routine and the same massive festive meal at the end. So it truly was this, you know, Christmas event. On this edition of I Run Radio, we're going to talk to a cancer doctor who is running to raise money for medical research. Also, how one woman used running to overcome addiction to drugs and alcohol and the story of one family for whom the biggest annual event of the year isn't Christmas or New Year's Eve or Thanksgiving. It's Ottawa Race Weekend. Let's get things started now with the editor and general manager of IRUN, Ben Kaplan. Hello, Ben. Hey there. How are you this week? Feeling fast, fit, and free. Right on. Well, you're (laughs) going to be running next weekend at Ottawa Race Weekend, right? So uh, that's a good place to be for you if you're planning to do a marathon next week. Yeah, I'm doing my mental. I'm doing my mental exercises. You know, I'm putting my head in that space, and I think if I just can think it enough, I can will it to be. Do you do this when you're on a run? I I have the especially when I'm running alone. Um, I have these moments, especially if it's if it's uh, you know the last kilometer of the run. I think to myself, you know what? I'm I'm heading for home. I'm I'm I feel I I put myself in the in the final stretch of a marathon. Uh, in in my head, and I run that last kilometer like I'm approaching the finish line of a major marathon with the crowd cheering and runners all around me, and and the archway of the finish line up ahead, and and I put myself there just on a training run, just uh, you know, just because it's fun to go there. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. No, it's not. No, I do. I do the exact same thing. I know. I love that. That's part of the yeah. fun of the whole thing. There's an exact stretch. My my little loop. It sort of ends on an uphill, and I always going up that hill. Think of it as like sort of the end of the run, and it brings you energy too. I mean, I could speed up. I mean, you speed up at the end anyway because you know it's almost over, and you can yeah. like see the end. But I love doing that. I love seeing that last bit is like the final push at the race. Visualization is so fun, isn't it? It is. It's very powerful, and and I only really understand the tip of the iceberg. But sure. uh, but you know, it's. Uh, I read something in a book one time in a novel about a dad talking to his son. He takes him to the baseball hall of fame, and his son is a baseball player, 
but you know he's he's not going to go to the big leagues. He's not, you know, he's going to play in high school. He's going to play in university, and and he says to his son, "I want you to picture the moment of you being inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame." It's it's twenty five years from now. You've had a long career in the major leagues, and you've you've done it, and you've made it into the Baseball Hall of Fame. And I want you to think about what that would feel like. I want you to savor that moment. And even if it never happens, and it probably won't, you can still go there in your mind and you can savor it and you can appreciate it and you can feel it. Uh, and you can have that kind of experience in your head, even if you don't have it in real life. And and so, you know, running doesn't have to be like that because you actually do get to run to the finish line. You do get to be uh, in a major event like Ottawa or New York City or Toronto or wherever you choose to run. But, but yeah. you, you also get to go there even when you're not there. And I think that's pretty cool. I tell you, I don't want to get metaphysical, but you really started this. <laughs> yeah. I actually think by that same token, you know, that you can will people back even after you lose them. I mean, that they always remain sort of in your heart and things, and that we're able to sort of like manifest and, and really draw fuel from this sure. um, and draw power, you know, and that, that we can keep people in our lives and we can keep these races. I mean, on my speed work, I'm going to take it back to running now because I'm going in a strange place. So we'll just turn that around. But when you have your, your, your seventh repetition on the speed work, uh, Wednesday night, and it's hard to muster the strength, but to remember what it's all about and that you're building, um, toward this ultimate end goal. I think that really does give you the will to sort of carry on. Yeah. They're very, very well said. Uh, now, on the show today, we're going to share the story of one family that has been participating in Ottawa Race Weekend since the very beginning. There are oh, cool. three runners who have done every edition of the Ottawa Marathon, and one of them is Howard Cohen. And we're going to talk to his daughter, Tamara Cohen. And she says that Ottawa Race Weekend is like Christmas for their family because <laughs> everybody's together. There's a big celebration. Uh, their dad runs the race, and then they have a big meal. And now all of them run the race as well. Some of them do <laughs> shorter distances, but it, it's such a big part of their lives. And, you know, it's it's interesting how much Ottawa Race Weekend, and I know it's the same with other events yeah. in other cities. They yeah. become part yeah. of the calendar of your life, right? You Totally. There are so many people I know here in Ottawa who participate in Ottawa Race Weekend every single year. And I've participated probably now... I'm going to say 16 or 17 years in a row, and I'm going to put an asterisk on that because one year I was just a spectator. I didn't run because it was my son's, in fact, it was 10 years ago, my son was due to be born. In fact, he was born maybe, I don't know, 20 hours after the marathon ended. So I didn't think it was a good idea for me to be out on the course running, you know, while my wife was 8.999 months pregnant. Uh, so, but I yeah. still count that as participating because I was there as a spectator. Sure. I went to the finish line, had my cell phone with me, but I went to the finish line and I cheered people on and I stayed there for a long time. So this is part of the calendar of my life. Every year I'm either broadcasting or running or both or, you know, doing something, Pace Bunny, uh, you know, spectator at Ottawa Race Weekend. And it's, it's a big part of my life. It's a big part of this city. And the same is true of these events in other places. And and for so many families, you know, especially when you've got kids running and different generations of the family participating and other people on the course cheering you on, this has become an annual event over the last 45 years in Ottawa, as it has in other communities. 
Yeah, and I really like the idea of, you know, you hit the nail on the head with the word community, because it's also the same thing for a lot of people whose sort of social network is the running community, yeah. and that you see all these people at these events. So it's sort of like, you know, you see this with sometimes with, uh, with bands, too, whereas there's certain bands I could go to a show by myself, you know, and you'll see people you know, sure. or even if you don't know, and they're just fans of the band, so you can just, you're with your people. Yeah. And I think the races are a lot like that, too. You, you're No one's alone. Yeah, this is our industry, and it's our annual convention, basically, when we yeah. gather at this event. Yeah, that's part of the story as well. So you're going to run the marathon next weekend. I'll be participating in the television coverage. Uh, there are some great runners, including Reed Coolset, who will be participating. Uh, they've announced in the last few days the elite lineup for the 10K and the marathon. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to be talking this week and next week to runners who are participating in all the different events. There's something for everyone at this event. So we're looking forward to it. And we hope to see you there if you're in Ottawa and if you're running Ottawa. Come by the iRun booth at the Expo. And we'd love to say hi and hear your story. So, Ben, we will see you in person next weekend. Looking forward to it. Oh, man, exciting times. Thank you so, so much. That's Ben Kaplan, iRun's editor and general manager. Coming up next... We'll talk to a breast cancer surgeon who's running to raise money for medical research. I Run Radio is brought to you in part by New Balance Canada. New Balance is a proud sponsor of the Scotiabank Toronto Waterfront Marathon, fitting elite Olympic marathoners like Reed Coolset and also making shoes that are ideal for you. Dr. Aaron Cordero is a breast cancer surgeon at the Ottawa Hospital and also the medical director at the Rose Ages Breast Health Center. She's running an Ottawa race weekend to raise money for medical research. Erin, thank you very much for joining us on I Run Radio. You're welcome. Thank you very much for asking me to be here today. So let's talk about your running experiences. How did you get into running, and uh, where has it taken you? Sure. So I'm actually very new to running. Um, I've only been running religiously for uh, about two years. Um, my mother is the one who actually introduced me to running. So she actually started running when she was 50 years old. So later in life. And so when I was, you know, an older adult, I saw her start this journey and, you know, it was amazing what she was able to accomplish in just a few years time. She went from not being able to run around the block to being able to run a half marathon in under two hours. Um, and so it was really, really inspirational for me to see her doing that, especially later in life. And I just thought to myself, you know, if she, if she can do it, then so can I. And so uh, I worked at it. And, you know, at the start, I was the same way. I, I couldn't run around the block, but I was persistent at it. And I've kept up. And it's really, you know, amazing what your body can do over the years. And so I've been running now for two years. I ran my first half marathon last year, um, and then I just ran another one this past weekend. And uh, I actually also do triathlons as well. So um, I've done a number of shorter distance triathlons, and right now I'm training to do a half Ironman in June. Okay, wow. Good for you. So you've really yeah. taken to it. And uh, you said earlier you've you've only been running religiously for the last two years, so you are <laughs> running quite passionately now. Yeah, I am. You know, I, I have to say I had a number of false starts at running. Um, it was something that I had really wanted to do because, again, I saw family members doing it and it, and it seemed very 
uh, fun and therapeutic, and and it was something that I really wanted to do. And I tried it a number of times. I joined, you know, one of the running room clinics, and but you know the problem was I never kept up at it. So I would go to one of the group runs like once a week, and then not run at all on my own. So I was only running once or twice a week at the most, and. And I never saw any improvement that way, and so I didn't keep up with it because it wasn't fun because I wasn't getting better. Um, But then about two years ago, I I really made the concerted effort to train for the Ottawa Half Marathon last year, actually. And that's when the first time I started running, actually, four times a week. And uh, remarkably, that's when I started seeing improvements in my running as well. And what do you get from running now? Why is it that you're so passionate about it? Um, so, uh, honestly, it's, uh, it's a very personal time for me. Uh, for me, it's a time when I can be alone with my thoughts and feelings and I can meditate about, you know, issues that I'm having at work or at home. And so it gives me some free time to, to really be by myself with my thoughts. Uh, I'm a very busy, you know, I'm a surgeon, uh, so I'm busy with that. I'm also a mother of two young kids, so I have a lot of, uh, tasks on my plate and a lot of requests and so I honestly absolutely love my Sunday morning long runs I always say the slower I go the more alone time I get so (laughs) uh, it just allows me to be by myself uh, which I is really one of the main reasons yeah well good for you and and when you were talking about your mom and how she progressed and then how you progressed I think there is a powerful lesson in that, isn't there, about how you start out not being able to run very far at all, and you just work at it incrementally over time, and before you know it, you can you can do something like a half marathon. Yeah, you know, it, it really is absolutely incredible what our bodies are capable of doing, um, and the, the key really is consistent uh, work over time. And, you know, even going a step further to that, I, over the past year, I've continued my training and uh, the half marathon I ran last weekend, I had a PB by 14 minutes, uh, you know, over a year. Which Congratulations. Is, yeah, thank That's you. Great. So it really is, you know, dedication, consistency, and, and also my coach and his plan um, can get you anywhere in life. So you are going to be running for a reason at Ottawa Race Weekend. Uh, you're going to be participating in some fundraising for the Ottawa Hospital. What made you decide to do that? Uh, so I saw it as kind of an opportunity to marry two things that I'm very passionate about uh, in life, which is you know physical activity, including running, uh, as well as my work. Uh, I am a surgeon at the Ottawa Hospital, and I mostly care for patients with breast cancer. And I see on a daily basis the hardships that these patients are going through. And, you know, working in my area of work is very humbling and seeing what these patients go through and the fight that they have to put through for something that they didn't ask for uh, is, is very humbling and remarkable. And so anything that I can do to help them is what I'm very passionate about doing. And so I wanted to to put these two things together to help fundraise to make their lives better. And that's the main reason why I'm doing this. And how has that changed your approach to the, to race weekend? Because uh, you're, you're training and you're preparing for the event, but you're also doing some fundraising. And when you actually run on uh, the weekend, you're, uh, there's, there's an extra layer to it this time, right? 
there is. And, you know, I, that really helps your training, I feel. You know, I think especially in the long winter months when we're down on our treadmills uh, and or running outside in the snow, it can be really, really hard to find the energy to get out the door. And having this extra layer of motivation, knowing that, you know, I'm doing this for people other than myself. It's not just a, a selfish reason to go out and have alone time, but it's, it's a reason to do this for people who are going through harder times and who need all the help that we can give them. And so it really does give you that extra motivation to do your best and to make it across that finish line. So tell me more about the work that you do and the, and where the money that you're raising uh, will be applied at the Ottawa hospital. Sure. So um, I, as I said, I mostly treat uh, breast cancer patients um, through the Ottawa hospital as a breast surgeon and it, in Ottawa, we treat about 800 women with breast cancer every year. So it's a large number. Unfortunately, we're very busy. Um, we have very recently just opened the new Rose Ages Breast Health Centre at the Ottawa Hospital, uh, which has opened at the general campus. And that was actually a space that was completely opened based on community donations. And so fundraising events like this, as well as multiple others, actually helped raise up to $14 million to open that Rose Ages Health, a Breast Health Centre. And so activities like this will continue to donate money towards uh, programs like the new Breast Health Centre. It also goes towards programs for cancer research. So there's a number of researchers at the Ottawa Hospital who are doing really groundbreaking research that can only be done with funding through donations and grants. And so the money that we raise through Run for a Reason will go towards those causes. And it's remarkable, isn't it, when you think about all the people who are participating in Ottawa Race Weekend, uh, many of whom are going to be uh, part of the Run for a Reason program. I think there's something like 500 runners who are raising money for the Ottawa Hospital. And then you think about all the other events that are happening uh, across the country where runners are are participating and raising money for various causes. It's really incredible the the power of that uh, that that uh, that translates into great research that translates into funding new uh, initiatives in hospitals and and better patient care, isn't it? It is, and like I said, it's so important to have uh, these monies donated. You know, the unfortunately, our healthcare system doesn't cover everything and we do need extra money to help pay for things like research um, and uh, extraordinary uh, excellence of care centers and you know anybody can do it there's thousands of people if not tens of thousands of people who participate in Ottawa Race Weekend and any of them can sign up to you know be a run for a reason or another charity that they want to donate for and fundraise for and you don't have to be you know, a remarkable runner. You don't have to be an elite. You can be one of the walkers. Anybody can do it. Anybody can fundraise. And I need, there's no fundraising minimum. You can raise $5. It doesn't matter, but really every dollar helps. And it's not only going to help other people, but it's also going to help yourself. And it's going to make you feel better about training as well as doing the race. Very well said. And do you have a goal for Ottawa Race Weekend this year? Uh, I'm doing the 10K um, because my half iron event is two weeks afterwards. Right. So uh, the, the 10K will be really just a training run. Um, so I'm not, I'm not going to be racing it full out. So okay. I won't be going for a PB this time. Right. But there are more races to come now that there you're hooked are, on yeah, this. Yeah, definitely. 
<laughs> right on. Well, Aaron, best of luck to you with your fundraising and your training, and uh, and good luck to you with all the work that you're doing, all the important work that you're doing at the Ottawa Hospital, uh, providing care to so many people who need it. Thank you so much for joining us on IREN Radio. Amazing. Thank you very much for having me. That's breast cancer surgeon Dr. Aaron Cordero of the Ottawa Hospital, one of 500 runners who will be raising money for the hospital at Ottawa Race Weekend. Coming up next, how for one woman, running replaced addiction. High Run Radio is brought to you in part by New Balance Canada. New Balance is a proud sponsor of the Scotiabank Toronto Waterfront Marathon, fitting elite Olympic marathoners like Reed Coolset and also making shoes that are ideal for you. We've talked before on iRun Radio with Julie Murdoch, who has shared her story of overcoming addiction through running. Julie is going to be running several events at Ottawa Race Weekend this year. Julie, thank you once again for being with us on iRun Radio. Oh, happy to be here. And let's let's tell your story again. I was so inspired the last time you were with us. We can get to uh, what you're going to be running and, and uh, the interesting challenge you've taken on at Ottawa Race Weekend, one of the multi-event challenges that they have at, at Ottawa Race Weekend. Uh, but I want to share again the story you have about, uh, I think that you put it very straight in a very straightforward way, that uh, running has saved your life in a sense. It most certainly has. Um I went down a path of drugs and alcohol, uh, and when I decided to change my life up, it was actually running that did it. Uh, I started doing longer distances, and uh, it just doesn't allow for that type of lifestyle anymore. So had I not started doing that, um, I don't know if it would have kept me on the right path. So it, it truly, truly changed my life. So how did that transition take place uh, when you when you went from an unhealthy lifestyle, an abusive one, to to uh, to one where you were uh, respecting your body more and and you were you were channeling uh, everything through running? Um, yeah. So uh, I was in a toxic relationship. So I decided that was step number one, uh, and then I started slowly with fitness. Just, just slowly, uh, and somebody has suggested run, um, run a race, which I had never done before, and it was so electric and amazing. Uh, I did not stop running after that. So it'll be ten years this year that uh, I keep the tradition going on. Wow! But all it all it took was that one amazing race uh, around very like-minded humans, <laughs> and uh, now I'm surrounded by those like-minded humans and i try and inspire everybody else it's um it's a beautiful circle it is uh and and there are so many inspiring stories you can draw on it's in, it's incredible uh yours is one of them certainly and uh we've shared it in the magazine and on this show uh do, what do you remember from that very first race um <laughs> i did not know a lot about running so i showed up with just my running shoes no water, no music, uh, which was great because I got to take in all the sights, the sounds. Uh, you just feel at the start line this energy, uh, you know, and you hear the announcers pumping everything up and all the first-timers putting their hands up. Uh, then you start running, and it's not like you think on TV where it's just this mass start. It's this cute little shuffle, and then you get your groove, and there's all these. My favorite part is the spectators when they find their human 
So somebody in the crowd will eventually see their human and they high five each other and it's, it's cheers and claps. And um, I just love every instant of that first race. It just kept me going. And of course the finish is, is everything. Once yeah. you get your goal, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> tell me about the in. finish. Cause that's uh, that's always special, but it's, you know, the first one is, first is really one, something. Yeah. It really, really is. You, you start to see, your goal, all that time and work that you've put into it and you're depleted and you're tired and all of a sudden there's this jolt that hits you and you run faster than you think you could possibly run to get to that finish. And then you're over it, somebody's shaking your hand, there's cheers, you're, you're full of sweat, you're salty and proud. You, you get this sometime a hunk of metal around you, which I did, and um, I've never been prouder of my own self and it's difficult to be proud of yourself. People don't allow themselves to do that, but when yeah. you get across that finish line, you can't help but be proud of yourself. So it's it's an amazing feeling. It's uh everyone needs to experience that. Yeah, and and as you say it's difficult sometimes to be proud of yourself especially if you've been in an unhealthy relationship, right? Correct. Yeah, that well that was the thing. So um especially in that type of a lifestyle where you're feeding yourself with unhealthy uh, substances to to make yourself happy. Uh, now you just have this adrenaline rush of fitness and your own your own desire to get to where you need to be, and and you feel proud, and you don't need those things anymore. It's uh, it's it is life altering. It certainly has been for me. So how did the transition go from there, and and when did you realize that that running had become the new passion in your life, and that and that it was uh, it was forcing these other things out of your life? Um, so it was helpful after the first race. You meet people, so you start to make a new circle of friends, if you will, uh, that want to do these races. So you're kind of pushing each other. You're you know you're chirping each other to sign up for the next race. Uh, and that's what I just continually did. I'm always signing up for races to keep me going, to keep me motivated. Uh, I think it's a great motivator. And then you get excited if you have other people in your lives that are doing these races as well because you're pushing each other. Even if you don't run together, uh, this morning my best friend texted me. He has to run you know, 34K tomorrow, so I'm I'm supporting him, and I'm going to run 24K today, and he's supporting me, and it's a, it's a virtual partnership of keeping you going along with a running community in Ottawa that is just spectacular. Uh, I find continually registering what keeps me motivated because I love them. They're just fun and uh, gets me a goal, and, and I need goals. I'm very driven by goals, so that is certainly my my way of going about things yeah and and so what events have you done over the years oh gosh uh <laughs> i mean i've done all the race weekends since i have started the army runs uh i do a lot of the smaller races emily's run is cute um a lot of the smaller races i do enjoy those as well um nine run run is very fun uh the cookie run you name it i mean and i've traveled to niagara falls las vegas um where my gosh we've been everywhere i i've traveled to do a lot of uh, i did disney which was fun 
so it's also fun to do some destination ones as well, just to change up the scenery. But Ottawa races are beautiful. They just it's it's beautiful scenery and really good support systems. I find. And what has running come to mean for you? What place does it have in your life? It's a priority. Uh, I will not lie. So I um, I set it very high. People know that if they're asking me what I'm doing in any given week, that running is very much priority. Running fitness, I mean, I have to cross-train to get the running to where it needs to be. Uh, but it, it, I would specify it as a priority, not just something that I've added to my life. Yeah. If I, if I don't run for a few days, I'm, I can feel my serotonin levels falling. It gives me happiness. Wow. And so this time around at Ottawa Race Weekend, you've made the decision to uh, to to run uh, the Voyagers Challenge. And so th- these are this is kind of a relative it's a relatively new thing at some of these events that they have these uh, these multi event challenges. Uh, and you're going to be doing the 5K, the 10K and the half marathon. Is that right? Correct. Yes, it's the first time I'm doing this type of a challenge. I've done challenges before, uh, but this is a new one. I I certainly haven't knocked this one off the bucket list Hmm. yet. So training has been different and fun, and I'm very much looking forward to see how I'm going to do on this one. It's it's fun when it's something new and unexpected. So uh, challenges, yeah, I don't mind them at all because it gives a little fresh life to – to my little roster. Yeah. So you run the 5K and the 10K kind of back-to-back on the Saturday, and then you mm-hmm. run the uh, half marathon on the Sunday, right? Correct, yes. So yeah. I'm intrigued of how, what shape I'm going to be in for the half, but uh, I'm also putting high expectations on myself, so we shall see. So is it always about the next challenge then for you? Is it do you do you kind of turn your mind once you complete one to saying okay, what am I going to do next? Correct. Yes, um, most definitely. So I mean, I transitioned into triathlons. I've I've gone that route as well, uh, but running is by far my favorite out of all the disciplines. I I do well at it personally. I mean, I'm not I'm not winning any races, but I do. For my personal self, I do well. Uh, so yes, it is constantly what is next, and I need that next in order, as I say, to stay to stay where I need to be, which is yeah. important. Would you say you're addicted to running? Is it okay yes. to use that term? <laughs> I think um, I, I think if you look at a lot of people who got into this, they are former addicts for sure. Uh, I know a lot of the top athletes went down a path. And yeah, this is your next fix, if you will, and that's okay by me. Yeah, it's a healthy compulsion. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Well, Julie, you're you're so inspiring and enthusiastic, and and your passion for running is so infectious. It's always great to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us on I Run Radio, and good luck in the Voyagers Challenge. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you for uh, letting us all run and enjoy it and putting it out there for everyone. There are so many great stories to share. Thanks, Julie. Thank you. That's Julie Murdoch of Ottawa. Coming up next, how Ottawa Race Weekend has become a family tradition. I Run Radio is brought to you in part by New Balance Canada. New Balance is a proud sponsor of the Scotiabank Toronto Waterfront Marathon, fitting elite Olympic marathoners like Reed Coolset 
and also making shoes that are ideal for you. There are three runners who have completed every single Ottawa Marathon since it was launched in 1975. That's 44 so far. Howard Cohen is one of them. And because he's done the marathon every year, it's become a bit of a family tradition. We are joined by Howard's daughter, Tamara Cohen. Tamara, thank you for joining us on I Run Radio. Yeah, thanks for having me, Mark. So tell me your earliest memories of your dad running marathons, because he's been doing the Ottawa Marathon for a long time, obviously. Oh, yeah. I think some of the earliest memories are, you know, standing by the sidelines and seeing him run through, especially when, you know, at the end of the race near the 40-kilometer mark, and he's hardly running at all, and thinking, oh, my goodness, this looks very scary. But every year he sort of makes it through, and and it's always the same, you know, same spot that he goes in the recovery and the same routine back home. So it's sort of been this family tradition. I've literally grown up on the sidelines and watching him go through each year by year. Yeah, and I think that's an important point in this. and uh, It's a perspective we don't always get because we're normally talking to the person who's doing the running, and we'll talk about your own running experiences in a moment. But, sure. but uh, running is, uh, you know, it is a family thing in the sense that uh, if, you, if you're going to run the same event every year for 45 years in a row, uh, mm-hmm. that is going to have an impact on your family. It means you're not going away at that time of year. It means people are going to be at the finish line cheering you on. It means that uh, you're going to, mm-hmm. the training cycle, you know, there's an annual pattern to this that has an impact on your family. That's right. I mean, every year, no matter where where we are, I mean, my sister studied in London, England, and if it's that phone call to see if Howard passed the line and how fast did he do it this year, or myself coming in from Montreal year after year, we never, ever, ever missed race weekend. And that's why I sort of coined it the Cohen family Christmas, because, <laughs> you know, during Christmas time, we might not have come back from our studies at university, but when it came to Ottawa race weekend, we were always there and always having the same routine and the same massive festive meal at the end. So it truly was this, you know, Christmas event. Tell me about the meal. So, it, you know, it changes. Sometimes we go more for uh, just lots of pizza. So Howard can have his douse of sodium <laughs> in one massive shot. Um, other times, you know, if it's, like a roast beef or something. I mean, everything, it changes year by year, but just exorbitant amounts of food and always lots of desserts, cakes, cookies at the end. And it's just a really, really great time. Inviting also other family members, if it's not his own sister and brother that come join us. It's like literally a family Christmas on race weekend. Very cool. And so that is on the Sunday night, obviously, after the marathon's over. So we do it, actually, we all wait for Howard to come back from the marathon, so he comes straggling in, sometimes bloody shirts and all, <laughs> from chafing, and, and he has to wobble his body up to go shower, and we wait for him, and then he sits in the exact same chair the entire time because he can hardly move, and uh, and we all eat. <laughs> wow. So it sounds like your dad is a is a creature of habit. So it's not surprising that he would end up doing the same race every year. He likes the it sounds like he likes the routine of this. He does, but what's very interesting is that he he keeps fit. So every day he's doing some sort of exercise if it's his running or cross training with the cycling. So his his training regimen for race weekend in particular only starts in about, you know, 
maybe even late February, March. And it's truly a testament to his overall fitness that he's able to complete the race because every single, you know, maybe even that Saturday, right before the race, we have the exact same conversation about which gummy he should choose to use or which gel or if he's going to go for some sort of, you know, um, sesame snap. His every year, it's always a different variation on the theme in terms of which source of hydration or energy he's going to use throughout the race. But um, it's it's just really his overall fitness that uh, that he's able to get through it, Very which cool. is quite remarkable. Yeah. yeah. Very impressive. It's not your, yeah, your typical you know, re- training regimen. He'll do a couple long runs, never more than 30K, and by couple, literally just two to three at most. And then, um, yeah, he just knows the strategy to get right through. And what do you think the the Ottawa Marathon every year has come to mean for your dad? I, uh, you know, it's it's something very very special to him. It's uh, it's the friends that he sees at the expo. You know, it's bringing back good memories. It's certainly a sense of accomplishment. It's giving back to the community. He's a very avid runner, cross country skier. If it's with the marathon, uh, now more into the cycling. So it's just his way to you know, give back and, and be a part of that community that he's, he loves so much. So when did his interest in running rub off on you? It, to me, the philosophy, philosophy has always been, and equally to my sister, you eat, you sleep, and you work out. <laughs> and, and that's sort of what we've been grown up with, and equally with my mother. And it, um, I mean, I started doing my uh, track and field with high school and, you know, it was just always something, I remember being young, always enrolling into races, and I can't even tell you how many Ottawa marathons, you know, starting with the 5, 10, working up to half, and then him coaching me with the full marathon, and then coaching me to get out of the full marathon and doing more pacing as a bunny now um, with the running room. So it's just been literally engraved. So you've done the marathon at Ottawa Race Weekend then. Did you do it with your dad? I did. So my first one, not. I think I might have started out with him, but he sort of, you know, like we all get on race, well, during a race, you sort of go at your own pace and sure. you let everyone go. But, uh, yeah, certainly ran a couple with Howard. And now, um, yeah, more going to the half. But, okay. uh, but we always, you know, we have our same routine every race weekend. Meeting Our meet spots are always the same. No matter where the finish line ends up, We it's really a, a Cohen tradition. And and what do you get out of running uh, that might be uh, different from what your dad gets from it? To me, um, I use running as my way of commuting. So Howard is more into the cycling and will run early mornings, whereas I use it as my means to get from point A to point B. So I've just adapted this into my lifestyle, which saves me time, and I, then I get in my training, so it's a double whammy. And I think equally like Howard, it's, you know, it's just the time to us to reflect. I mean, I've solved hard questions and problems and, you know, gone through tough times just by running, just being out there on your own reflecting. And it's amazing how on a good run you sort of start out and you don't even realize how you got back home. (laughs) Yeah, your mind can get working on something and the time actually passes a lot more quickly than you think it would. Sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But And you know what? I think 
what it's taught me is to listen to my body. I might have the mindset of going out for a hard training run, but my body's just saying, no, Tamara, you've got to take this time just to go at a steady pace. It almost looks like, you know, you can see the snail pass you, but that's what the body wants. That's what the body does. So it's also taught me to respect uh, respect the body and listen to those cues. So you've served as a pace bunny sometimes. Tell me a little bit about that experience. Yeah, I, I decided to to do that, to adapt a different challenge to the running. And boy, is it ever. It's just such a, a wonderful way to give back. That's my way of giving back to the community. And it brings on its own challenges. I mean, here people are looking up to you if they want to complete a race at a certain time. They really expect you to help them bring them through. And I'm I'm a chit-chatty bunny. I like to go out there and really motivate people. And I think I talk too much, so I tell people, just let me talk to you and you can keep running. But um, it's it certainly brings on a different focus in that, uh, you know, physically being able to maintain the same cadence throughout is quite the challenge, particularly for the half marathon. But again, I it's it's my way of giving back. So your dad is getting ready to do the Ottawa Marathon for the 45th year in a row. Uh, how many years in a row have you been participating? Oh, my. I couldn't even, I don't even remember. That's okay. such a good question. Yeah. But a lot, <laughs> Too obviously. Too many. Yeah. A is lot. It... I mean, I remember being 12, and I'm 37 now, and I remember running those 10Ks, finishing, you know, at a solid 50-some minutes. And I remember wow, being so proud I would... I would keep all the race weekend posters and put them on my walls and equally all my bibs would just, you know, be my wallpaper all around. So it was, I had race weekend littered all over my, my room in Ottawa for the longest time. So it's got to be 25 years at least for you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it's just uh, such a special time for your family, and uh, you've got the routine down pat. Um, I wish you the best of luck at this year's edition of the race, and to your dad as well, as he continues his streak of Ottawa marathons from the very beginning, the very origins of this event. Uh, have the have a great race weekend with your family, uh, your Cohen family Christmas, and uh, thank you very much for joining us on the show, Tamara. Thanks so much, and have a great re- race to everyone. That's Tamara Cohen of Ottawa. Her father, Howard, is planning to run the Ottawa Marathon for the 45th year in a row next weekend, and members of the family will be joining him in several of the events. In the weeks ahead on iRun Radio, we'll hear from some of the runners who have reached new distances and achieved new milestones in spring races. I hope you can join us for our show next week, and have a great week.